and welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you all so much for tuning in once again on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday. At least that is when I release these episodes is every Wednesday to really uh, help make your Wednesdays more of a Wellness Wednesday. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. This really means so much to me to have your listenership and to be able to share this beautiful health knowledge with all of you. So as you all probably already know, I am doing a organ masterclass. So I'm covering a lot of the organs in our body, uh, especially all of the vital organs. But today's episode is actually going to be a little bit different. And uh, this is an episode more about control and choosing how to respond. Um, This is really great for people who deal with a lot of stress and also tend to react off of their emotions of anger and things of that nature. So um, we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit. This will probably be a little bit of a shorter episode today, uh, hopefully for you guys to make it a little bit easier to uh, tune into. But anyways, before we hop right into the episode, I always like to just let all of you know that I actually have a few spots open in my health coaching practice as, as of right now. Uh, and actually just yesterday, someone asked me, you know, like, what is a health coach? Why, why health coaching? What's so great about it? And it's a really great question, honestly, because there's so many people that you can ask that same question to, and you'll get a different answer. But really the way I look at health coaching, and really this is just my passion in life is to help people return to their natural state of being their natural state of health, right? Because realistically, we are all born as humans and we all, you know, aside from the, you know, we're basically born, you know, on the same level in the sense of like health, obviously your parents, um, you know, and their health can definitely affect your health as a child, but more or less like we're all kind of on the same level, but it's all of the different, you know, foods that we eat and the exercise that we don't do, um, or maybe, you know, the relationships we're in or our stress levels, or, you know, there's all these different factors that come into basically taking us out of balance with our health. And so what I do is I help you to return to your natural state of health. You know, I have a few main principles that I stick to and that are really, really great for helping people to return to this, you know, state of health. Uh, their natural state of health. And so basically, if you are dealing with, you know, stress, or, um, you know, maybe you're not having the best relationships with people, or maybe you aren't eating as healthy, or maybe you're just, you know, wanting to live a very long life and be able to enjoy it as well. Um, You know, these are all things that I definitely deal with, Um, you know, repairing the gut microbiome. Um, You know, really, the list kind of goes on for a while here. But Basically, if you have any of these issues, um, I absolutely would love to work with you. So feel free to reach out to me about it. And let's get you back to your natural state of health. Let's get you connected to the elements because that's a huge part of my health practice is to help you connect with the environment around you and get back in sync with literally nature, which we are part of and will help you get back to a state of health that is your natural state of health, basically. So anyways, if you guys are interested in that, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out to me by email, which will be in the show notes. And you can reach out to me by um, Instagram, like a direct message on there, uh, whichever way you prefer, that will also be linked in the show notes. And yeah, just feel free to reach out and connect with me. would love to have a conversation and just get to know each other better if, if that's the case. Um, and yeah, so feel free to do that. I would love to work with all of you. And now let's go ahead and jump in to today's episode. So 
Today's episode is really such an amazing concept to grasp, and it's very difficult to grasp uh, grasp at first, but when you have it, it's very powerful, and that is control. And when I speak of control, I'm talking about the one and only thing that you truly actually control, which is yourself. So if you think about this, we often become upset or stressed due to our inability to control what other people are doing, you know, whether it's to us or not, you know, whether it's um, someone showing up late, they're not completing a job or a task you ask them to do, or maybe they get angry at you or they go against your wishes or whatever it may be. We are always getting stressed out due to basically our inability to control other people's actions and what other people are doing. But the thing is, is that obviously we don't have control over anyone else but ourselves. And we really, this is, it sounds so basic, but it's something that we really don't grasp. We always get super frustrated and, you know, angry with others, but we can't control what they do ever. That's not, you know, that's just not something we can do. We can only control ourselves and only control how we show up in life, you know, and how we respond and react to others. That is where we have the control. So, you know, for example, think about the way you eat, the way you work out, the way you react to others, the way you choose to respond to others, and the way you choose to respond to your own emotions. These are all things that you have the ability to control, not other people, not other people's, you know, for example, even as a health coach, sometimes I can tell someone how to eat or how to, you know, exercise or, you know, have better relationships, whatever it may be. But if they're going to do it, well, that's up to them. That is truly their choice. And all I can do is provide information and be there to support them. But that's all I can do, right? So really remembering that you just have the ability to control yourself. Really, really grasp that. You know, this is, it's a super basic concept, but we fail to remember it all the time. People are always forgetting this and you can tell because people are getting really, really angry at others and it's just like you can't control other people. And actually understanding this concept will help liberate you and lower your stress levels and anxiety, like majorly. So for example, um, you know, I see this a lot in my clients where they're just super stressed out and the only thing is they're only stressed out about other people. They're like rarely ever stressed out about themselves. Every now and again, obviously, like there's money issues or, um, you know, the way they're acting or something they're doing, you know, like, okay, well, that is in your control. But most of the time, people are very, very stressed out about other people's actions. So, you know, a lot of the times it's with mothers and fathers every now and again that like, you'll see that they're really, really stressed out about you know, their kids messing up in school or maybe their kids like drinking excessively or, or missing work or whatever it may be, you know, that their, their children are doing, obviously not children, like young adults, I guess here, if they're working, obviously, but nonetheless, they get so stressed out. And the thing is, is I have to always express to them that that's not something you can control. And while these are obviously solid reasons to be stressed out, you know, because you love your child and you want to see them do well, you also have to remember that they're going to walk their own path and make their own decisions. And all you can do is just be a helping hand, really, you know? And so with my clients, a lot of times I'll have to remind them, hey, take a deep breath or two, and then remember, 
that they are their own people and they're going to make their own decisions, you know? And uh, it's, it's a really difficult thing to grasp. Like I said, it's super easy. It's an easy concept, but very difficult to actually put into practice. And I think one of the main reasons this is such a difficult thing to understand or grasp or put into action is just because when you you know, when you love someone so much, it's very difficult for you to just kind of stand at the wayside in a way, you know, I mean, not completely, obviously you can give your input and you can express that you're there to help and all that. But at the end of the day, like I said, they're going to do their own thing, but it's because you have a love for that person to some degree, maybe, you know, I mean, not always, obviously, but um, in this case, like you have a love for that person and that's why it stresses you out when they aren't doing, you know, the right thing or, or something that you told them to do yet they do the opposite of. And so this kind of leads me to, you know, in Buddhism where they say that, you know, suffering is just a part of life and that attachment is at the root of suffering. And, you know, it's really at the root of keeping us from living a fulfilled life. Personally, when I first heard this, I didn't really fully agree. I, you know, I kind of had a lot of pullback from it personally, um, just because I felt like, how can you love someone and be in a relationship with someone yet not have an attachment to them, right? Like if you're in a relationship with someone, you are attached to that person. That's just kind of how I looked at it. But the thing is, is we have to come to the understanding that when you love someone so deeply, you'll never be able to control their actions, their emotions, their decisions, none of that. They will forever be their own person and they will forever choose their own life. However, you can love and share that experience, you know, this experience of life with that person and work together to make these beautiful connections and share beautiful moments all while understanding that you only control and have, you know, quote unquote, like dictatorship over yourself, not what others uh, or not over others. And basically that means, you know, you won't be attached because you can love someone completely, you know, um, without any uh, like ties or strings attached. You can just fully love someone completely. But at the end of the day, you cannot have an attachment because if you if you have that attachment, you know, and let's say that person wants to leave you or something like that, you know, and their life is pulling them in a different direction. Well, you're going to obviously have a lot of pullback in, in most cases, you will have pullback um, because, you know, it's going to hurt, obviously. But if you're completely attached to that person, I mean, that is like your life, you know, and you don't know what you're going to do without them and all this. And, you know, for sure, it's going to hurt. But you also have to understand that you have no control over that person. That person needs to live their life and honor their own, you know, feelings and interests and their own path in life, you know, and, and so really understanding that, look, you can give someone your heart and love them completely. But at the end of the day, you have to have that slight, well, not slight, you have to have that unattachment. Um, you can be attached and, and love in some ways, but you have to realize that they are their own person and they need to do what's best for them just as you need to do what's best for you as well. Um, and this is very, very, very difficult to do in a relationship. I totally understand being in a relationship of basically, actually, yeah, coming up on 10 years now, of course it would, you know, it would hurt so much to, you know, have to deal with that pain. But at the same time, I have to respect and honor my partner and understand that if she chooses to go a different route, then that's, that's 
what is best for her. Now, obviously, I don't plan on that ever happening or happening anytime uh, you know, in the foreseeable future, but um, this is definitely something that needs to be understood and something that can lead to a lot of suffering. Having that attachment to someone Definitely, you know, once they leave you, you see people who are just like completely destroyed when someone leaves them. And it's just because you're just so attached, you know. And I realize that that is a very, very difficult thing to do and to practice, but it will save you a lot of pain and hurt down the road. Now, also continuing on the topic of attachment, we also have the attachment of expectations. So, you know, often we'll try to predict the future or, you know, an, an outcome or really like have full control over that. But in reality, life works in beautifully mysterious ways. And so we just have to understand that because when things don't turn out as expected, people can often become frustrated, angry, you know, anything of that nature. But it's important to remember that however life's events turn out, that is always the way that that event was meant to happen right? Like however it happened, that's how it was meant to happen. And they are, that moment is now a part of the past and there's nothing you can do to change that event. The only thing you can focus on and change is this present moment. This present moment is the only place where you can really create change and, you know, have action to, um, make a better future, right? Or create a better past basically. And so realistically, when an event doesn't work out the way you expected it to, the best thing to do is to just control your emotions in regards to that event, right? Because like there's a like a stoic saying that says, um, you know, it's not the event that made you angry. It's your emotions about the event that made you angry or, the, or your reaction to the event. And so basically all that's saying is, you know, however the event turns out, you can choose to not really respond to it in an emotional way or whatever, you know, you can really choose to just accept that outcome for what it was. And so I always like to think of that old, um, that old story about the farmer with his, uh, his horse and his son. I've mentioned this on a previous podcast, so I'll just kind of run through it real quickly with you guys. But basically there's a farmer and a horse shows up to his house one day and, you know, his neighbors come over. Oh my God, you're so lucky. Look at this wild horse just came into your house, right? Or in, into your barn. And, and now you just got a free horse. And the farmer simply replies, perhaps. Well, then the next day, the farmer's son is trying to uh, break in the new horse. And so as he's riding the horse, he falls off and breaks his leg. Guess what? The neighbors come over once again and they're saying, oh my God, what terrible fortune you have. You know, this, this random horse came and broke your son's leg. Farmer replies, perhaps. Well, then the next day, there are uh, army people coming into the uh, town and they're recruiting soldiers for the war that they're going into. And as they're recruiting soldiers, they see this farmer and they see his son and they obviously would have taken the son, but the son had a broken leg. So they go ahead and just pass his house. And then once again, the neighbors come over, they say, oh my God, what, what beautiful fortune you have. You're so lucky. And he just says, perhaps, right? Because you never know in the moment, an event might seem so terrible and so bad, but if you just wait a little bit, that event might be the best thing that ever happened to you. So realistically, keeping a bit of a neutral mind when, you know, an outcome occurs that we didn't really expect or want, keep that neutral mind because that might be something good down the road, right? And like I said, however the event happens, that's how it was meant to happen. And so that kind of brings me to pretty much my last point on this, which is just basically 
you can only control yourself and your response, right? Your reaction to things. So this is actually a really big freedom that we have. You know, when someone wrongs you or makes you angry, you can always choose to respond from uh, your emotions and act in your lowest instincts, or you can choose to respond in a manner that doesn't reflect your emotions, you know, the emotions that you're feeling in that moment. You can choose to not react upon those emotions that are occurring due to whatever that external event is. When we respond from a place of control and calmness, we're able to typically create the best outcome in the situation and a lot of the times even diffuse the situation altogether. Okay, there's the Margaret Margaret Atwood quote where she says, war is a result of when language fails. Truly believe that is a great quote. There's also actually another quote which says, uh, I, I kind of forget how it goes, it's another stoic quote, but it's something along the lines of, you know, uh, a speech given in a state of anger will be the greatest speech you'll forever regret. So, I mean, you know, this is super true because, I mean, how many times have you blown up on someone or reacted from your emotions of anger or or hurt or whatever uh, emotion it may be, and then maybe a few hours later, you just completely regret it? You know, this is... <laughs> It definitely happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to all of you as well. But this is what we're trying to stop from happening, right? We're trying to react and respond in a very conscious manner. We're trying to have, you know, we do have the ability to choose how we react and respond and really just how we ultimately show up in the world, you know? And when you do this, when you consciously, consciously choose how you react and respond and show up in the world, you're able to be the highest version of yourself because you are in control. You are not acting from your emotions or your instincts. You are very, very conscious in all of your um, responses, which is an incredible, like I said, an incredible freedom that we actually have is this ability to choose. So really, the goal is to live consciously and be completely in the present. When you do this, it Honestly, great things just naturally happen um, as you start showing up as your best self. You know, people will respect that. They'll be drawn to it. And life just kind of has this way of working in a way to reward you for being this great version of yourself, you know, just a really conscious person. Um, it's a very difficult thing. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, uh, but it's a, a really great practice to strive for. So, this will bring me to the last portion of this. Like I said, it's a little bit of a shorter episode today. And the last portion of this episode is just basically a few practices I personally do to, you know, really practice this mindfulness um, in my day-to-day -day life and choose to respond in a way that doesn't always reflect my emotions in a, um, you know, a given time or a given event. So first and foremost, I mean, this is Maybe pretty obvious for a lot of you, but it's it's my daily practice, and that is meditation. So meditation can be in so many different forms. Okay, like this doesn't have to be some kind of a I don't know. Think I think a lot of people have the idea of like sitting in a monastery and like meditating like that. And of course, you can obviously do that, but you know this can also be in the form of a prayer. It can be in the form of a walk in nature. Um, it could be just sitting and reflecting, you know, and really just tapping in with yourself. Um, my, for myself personally, I do a daily meditation every single morning and I do a few different things in that meditation. But one of the main things I do every single day is I try to bring my full awareness and presence into the current moment and just be fully present, which 
sounds like a super simple thing to do and it's not. <laughs> it actually takes a lot of work to calm the mind, stop it from constantly running all these random thoughts through your head and just be fully present in this current moment. Because when you're able to do that, you're able to respond in whichever way you want. You're able to basically kind of control and master your mind in a lot of ways, which is a very important thing to do. And then number two, uh, another way that I practice mindfulness is just if ever I'm in, you know, like an argument with someone or I'm feeling worked up about something, I'll just take a moment and bring awareness to my breath. So I'll typically take, you know, one good deep inhale where I'm just, you know, breathing really deep into my belly, expanding my belly, and then I'll just let that breath go. And I'll try to actually think of releasing those emotions with that breath. Just let them go no longer focused on them, I'm letting go of them, you know, or at, or at least allowing them to pass, right? Um, not to have so much of a hold on me. I'll also, I'll also typically repeat to myself in my head, obviously, that, you know, these emotions are, um, you know, like if, if I care to feel these emotions later, then absolutely I can when I'm removed from the situation. But in that current moment, I'll try to just allow them to pass, basically. So for example, if you've ever received a text message or an email or something like that from someone where, you know, it just makes you absolutely angry, like just, you can't believe that the person's saying that, whatever it may be, and you're just super, super worked up, but you don't respond right away. Let's say maybe you take 10, 20, or even 30 minutes, and then you respond. You will notice that that response will be much more level-headed and not so emotionally charged. This is a really great thing to do. If ever I'm getting worked up about like a text message or um, an email or something like that, I'll actually take a little bit of time for myself to collect my thoughts, allow that emotion to subside a bit, and then go ahead and respond. This is a really great way to, you know, control how, how you're reacting to people. Um, when you have time, that's really the greatest gift. The um, time in between your response gives you a moment to really collect yourself. Um, we don't always have that opportunity, but it's a great thing if you do have it. Um, and then the last method I use for um, not really mindfulness, but rather just an outlet for you know any of these emotions or stress that I may have is uh, really just doing a sport. This sport could be anything. I mean, it, it doesn't even have to be quote unquote, a sport, right? I mean, it could be yoga, it could be jujitsu, it could be basketball, tennis, volleyball, like whatever you want it to be, but just some way of de-stressing and releasing that tension or negative emotions um, is a, it's just a, it's a really great, great practice. Uh, so many people who have a, a, a hobby that's, you know, a physical activity, if you ever see them go in to, let's say, a jujitsu uh, like studio, and then they come out, like they're in such a great mood afterwards. It's it's a really um, super therapeutic thing, honestly. Um, and then if that's not really what you're into, or you don't have a group or something like that, then trying to find a group of people in which you can talk to is also super important. So um, if you have a like a safe group of people in which you can find, which you can invite in. Um, this is very, very important. Uh, being able to express your emotions and really the things that you're struggling with or going through with a group of people who you know are not going to really like judge you and stuff is a really beautiful thing to do. And actually, I myself have a men's group um, that I attend in Pasadena uh, with my buddy Jacob Saldana, who I've actually had on this podcast. And 
it's such a therapeutic thing for myself. Um, I really didn't think it was going to be so therapeutic in the beginning. And then as I started continuing to go, it's just been so nice to be able to really express myself and, and get feedback from people and, you know, kind of see like maybe they've navigated this exact same circumstance or one similar, and maybe they have a lot of great insight for you. But either way, if you have a outlet for you to express these emotions or do something with them, that is also a really, really great practice for choosing how we respond and how we respond to our emotions, how we respond to people, and just basically having control over ourselves, right? This is so important. And this is the main thing that I'm trying to get across to you is just understand that your emotions will arise, but they will also pass. Okay. And these are typically, you know, like very instinctual things. And we have the ability to choose. We don't have to actually react to those emotions or act upon them, right? We can choose to take a deep breath and respond in a very level-headed way. And like I said, a lot of the times diffuse the situation or just, you know, handle it in a much better way than blowing up on someone. So before I end this episode, I have a quote as by Viktor Frankl. Um, for those of you who don't know who he is, go ahead and check him out. He's got a beautiful book. Actually, I think he has a few books, but he has this quote and it says, when we are no longer able to change the situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. This is basically kind of what I've been saying, uh, just in a very beautiful and poetic way. But when you can't change a situation, which a lot of times you can't, and you definitely can't typically change a person, you're challenged to change yourself. Adapt and choose how you respond. Anyways, <laughs> I really love that quote. Um, it's a super good one and it's just super, super true. And I hope that this really resonated with a lot of you because for myself personally, this was a huge revelation um, to really start becoming very conscious in my, in my actions and my reactions and understanding this idea that you don't have to react on your emotions seems basic, but it's actually a very hard practice and it's something that you will have to continue to practice but you will be so much happier for doing it. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's, it's really beautiful to catch yourself in the moment of being heated about an argument or something and just really collect yourself and respond in the way you really want to respond. That's a lot of power right there. So I hope this really resonated, like I said, with a lot of you. And I appreciate you all so much for tuning in. Um, this was really, really awesome to be able to share this with all of you. Um, as far as the upcoming episodes, I will obviously be continuing on with the Oregon Masterclass, but I also have a few people lined up as show guests, and let me tell you, they are going to be awesome, awesome, awesome people, um, just really great information and just good energy that they're going to bring onto this show. You guys are going to love them. So just please be sure to be tuned for those ones. Or you, they're going to be ones you definitely do not want to miss. Um, yeah. And so just thank you for your guys' listenership. I appreciate it so much. Uh, I hope you all have a blessed and beautiful Wellness Wednesday. Do everything with good intentions. You guys already know the motto here. And connect to your elements. <laughs> and if you guys want help connecting to your elements, reach out to me on any platform that I'm on and let's get to talking. All right, you guys, I appreciate you all so very much. Have a beautiful Wellness Wednesday and peace. 
This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you feel that you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional. Thank you.